We are on, I think we're on Ot Yud Gimel. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what page is it in here? 32. 32, all right. First of all, the learning today should be for the for the schut of your baby. Amash. She should be a shining light. In, uh, she really is. Continue to be a shining light. Amisun. And grow up in the most conscious and aware home. When the people say brachas, it's such an awareness of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Every time she hears a bracha, then she says a bracha. It should be a real, real awareness. Uh, Bichlal, to go back into the Sefer today and to learn the words of the, of the Rebbe after that, that picture that has surfaced over the last week or two has been uh, mesmerizing. Um, getting so many different... You guys know what picture I'm talking about, right? It's, on the bulletin. right? it's on the bulletin board in the back as well. I think Hershey was the one that said, um, it looks like he's really carrying the weight of the whole world on his shoulders. And you really do sense it, Mamish, what it, the way he looks over there in that picture. And that's in the ghetto, I believe. That's right before. Uh, so that's like... Uh, yeah, you could. Sure, you could be. Yeah. It's an Indian to see in that picture. So this is who we're, this is who we're learning from for so long already. Who knows, who knows how many more days he had after this? We have, we have no idea. And here we're sitting here 70, 80 years later. Sing, you know, every drop of water from the Eitz Chaim that, he's, that, he was, that he was giving us is now, shows how much he's Chayvekayim Le'omeyad. So what, the, what we did, and I was so happy to see that in the picture that I saw when I was away, that someone sent me about the recapping. Were you guys recapping Ot Yud Bet? Yeah. yeah. So do you, do you remember what Ot Yud Bet was talking about, the Indian of... Chassid Mekubal. Chassid Mekubal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Yud Bet. That was Yud Bet. The Chassid made meaning, basically, being able to look at things and sing all the atoms and all the particles and... Everything, everything that's included in it, you don't just see what's in front of you, you see everything that was put into it. Then at some level, the tzaddik is able to look at you and see, like some people I say, I'm so scared for him to see the real me. But you don't even know who the real you is. Like he's seeing way beyond what you think the real you is. Some people are so petrified of going to a tzaddik because they're just nervous. The tzaddik is going to see that little dark part in you that you're aware of and that you try to hide all the time. The tzaddik, Emes, what does he do? He sees, he sees that, but he sees much more than just that. He sees all that you're not even aware of, that you've forgotten over the years. So that's a big thing to go to, 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 to tzaddik and be reminded of all the different pieces that made you, you. It's much more than just the, than what you think. And what the PSS, what the Rebbe is trying to show us here, is that the purpose of the Chavre Kadisha coming together, of the group coming together, is that we, we reflect this upon each other all the time. That just in our Sichas Chaverim, just the way we speak to each other, and the way that we attune to, to celebrate our Yiddishkeit, that won't be a rare phenomenon that I'm aware of much more than just what's in front of me. And rather, that's the way I normally am. Pashur, it's a way of life. It's a Derech So go back and let's go inside Os Yud Gimel. Page 32. Remember, this is the purpose of our chavra. That you become, you transform into a man of spirit and of thought. But that's who you are. Becoming a man of spirit 
is not something that happens to you on every other Tuesday morning when you go to a shir you like, or when you go to a strong Kabbalah Shabbos, that that becomes your essence. That's who you are. That's what he says the purpose of this chavra is. Not just a man of, of thought alone, but rather a person with strong, pure thought. We all saw what happened with Hershey on Friday on our list. Right? That's an incredible thing. The guy's car gets smashed, and he comes to this chavra, and he says, Chavra, remind me what everything's about right now. That was amazing. Jonah, we have this list of our, of our chabura, where we share the Torah's, you know, inspirations and thoughts we have based on the learning that we do. Hershey's car got bashed in the back. It was a hit and run. He came, he showed up to his car, and it was gone, and he got hit. So he reached out on, on Friday, instead of going to that place where the machshavas can drag us down to, he said, remind me, you know, basically he was saying, remind me what, what we've been learning, what it's all about. So what, what was, it was incredible. Everyone saw that, that thread, right? It was an incredible thing. So, so much so that I asked him, I, I saw him walking on Shabbos afternoon here. I said to him, oh, Hershey, I'm, I'm so sorry about what happened. And he looked at me, Mamish, see at Mimus, I promise you. He said, he said, what are you talking about? What happened? I said, well, you know, what happened with, your, with, with the car? He said, oh, he said, I had that. Can you believe that? Saying not just become people of spirit and thought, people of spirit and strong, purifying thoughts to elevate our world of thought. That he had to be reminded about that thing that could have schlepped him down to the lowest pits of thinking bad about his neighbors, about everyone, about Hashem, but maybe him being clumsy, whatever, whatever it is. What an incredible thing. He says over here, He's gaber al chushecha. Overcome your senses. Meaning, don't let what you hear and you see be that which controls you. A sixth sense, a new sense, a new and holy sense will be revealed within you. What kind of a sense is he speaking about? Is there something, is there another, another function that we're not tapping into yet? That we're not aware of? There's eyes, there's seeing, there's tasting, there's smelling, there's touching. There's a whole another sense that most of us are not yet tapped into. And what's that? Look what he calls it. That when you say the words, which is something that each person in this room said approximately 40 times in the last hour, more or less, no? Anyone, anyone think about those words for a second? I've been trying to focus on ata, the fact that we say ata. Baruch ata Hashem Hashem you will see the you that you're speaking about. And the king of the world. You'll see the word ata. You'll see what you're talking about. You'll see the king of the world. I think he's just emphasizing these words over here. I don't think it's a Rosh Tevas of anything. I think it's supposed to be meant because it's referring to Hashem, so he's Putting, separating the letters like he would Hashem's name. No, could be, but then the word Melech and also. Right. I'd say both of those are referring to Hashem proper. It's almost like a name of Hashem. Uh, could be, could be. I'm, I'm not sure. But <clears throat> he says, what does that mean? Einecha me'atzman yiftechu li'revacha li'rot et melech ha'olam she'mekif et kol ha'olam ve'et atzmacha. You'll suddenly, what is, doesn't mean you'll see God. Even Moshe Rabbeinu didn't see God. But what is he referring to that you'll see God? Is that you'll, you'll sense 
you'll sense. Mamish, like just like we know that this mug is in front of me, that the Hashkadosh Baruch Hu is completely surrounding me. That sense, that conviction, that notion, Yachderu veYabitu derech kol haOlam achutza et haAta haMelech haMakifo. You'll this this Indian of of Makif, this surrounding light that Hashem is Mamish surrounding you, will not be something that you know is true and you believe it's true, but that you Mamish sense like a chush. Like right now, I sense that I'm amongst real chaverim that want to grow. So on the same level, I will also sense that there's this, there's this energy surrounding me. It's called the Kaddish Baruch Hu, his Shechina. And that's what's as just as real as everything else in the world. And now, what will that cause a person? What's the result of sensing such a clear thing? Tit aneg. Oneg. Pleasure. When was the last time the fact that Hashem was near you caused you pleasure as opposed to anxiety? <laughs> right? How often is it that, that when Hashem, when I, when I sense that I'm in Bekirva Selokim, that it brings me more simcha as opposed to, I better not sin. Right? Uh, what a sad way of celebrating Judaism or any religion, right? That, that, that notion of Hashem is close to me makes me feel much more and I hope he's not looking right now, as opposed to, what a schus, what a privilege. This brings me oneg, this brings me pleasure. This is something we have to work on. Something we really have to put a lot of emphasis on. To me, this is the Chiddush of the Baal Shem Tov. When you think about it, that concept of Kivasilakim, A, is available, B, is something great. It's something to be to fill yourself with pleasure. Tis aneg v'tismodeg. Now he says over here, Why are you so wondrous? Why is it so hard for you to think that it's possible to be like this? That you can actually sense these kind of things. Now he says, I love when he does this. He says, why don't we really believe that that's possible, that we can sense this kevat elokim right around us, because we don't really understand it, right? So he says, let me ask you, can you smell? Says, yeah, I could smell. He says, well, can you explain to me how that works? Well, it's a sense. Okay, but can you explain that to me? No, but are you sure that it, you believe in the, in the sense of smelling? Uh, yeah, I believe it. But can you explain it? No. So when things that, why, why is it that when it comes to the sense of smell or other senses that we have, we're certain and we believe in it, even though we can't understand it at all. But when it comes to that other thing called atam melech haolam, there we have trouble with it. Why is it like that? What do you guys think? Yeah. Well, the sense of smell is actually a little bit of a tricky one because sense of smell is not so much physical. Meaning it's a physical thing, something they have in front of you. 
But the sense of smell is a tricky one. In fact, that's the reason why we do besam and Motzei Shabbos, right? It's the only sense that wasn't nifgam in, in, in Gan Eden. It was the only sense that wasn't blemished. Adam and Eve touched, they tasted, they saw. What's the, fourth, what's the other one? They listened to the Nachash, but the smell was not nifgam, so we always... It's one of the reasons why we, why we do besamim, chadashim enu kekedem. We go back there. Kesamecha yitzircha beganeidem mikedem. But let's say for a second, that's true. So, but I still don't understand how those things work. Why don't I have a problem with them? Well, there's a physiological location that you can identify. The smell is here and the side is here. But where is the physiological location for the, the shaman? Also, goyim see, goyim hear. Everyone can hear. Only the specific people that are really working on it can sense a gush bar If what? Only if what? Come here. <laughs> well, it's right. concept because actually, in fact, we're not always aware of our senses. We're aware of them when we pay attention to them. Correct. Right? Correct. So maybe it's true. It's well, true. We define, we define the world by our physical senses, right? What I see is not actually right. there. That's entirely a perception. My brain's making it up as we go along. If I would just define my world by by my godly sense than I would. I would see the entire, that would be what my Correct. perception is. We just spent so long defining everything just by the perceptions of, uh, of our physical None. senses. That's why we go, if we go back to Ovidu-Yubet, he says, like, doubt your senses. Yeah. And then right. from there, it'll open up the, the idea that there's something beyond that. And here he's, he's saying the word leads Gaber. He's saying, okay, you don't have to now nullify your senses and say everything is fake, but you have to realize that you can redirect your senses to lead you to where, you, where your rutzen is. I want to see Hashem through my sight, through my hearing, through my smell, through my tasting. That's what I want to do, but you're right. Usually it's, we're not even aware of what's going on in Bichlal. You have to access the, the senses through the lens of, of Hashem and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When you do it the other way around, you're trying to connect Hashem onto the physical. It's not, I think, that, I think that's... Well, I think you got you got to come from. I the think inside. that's what he's saying. But what he's saying is, I think that when you're when you when you're aware of basically what you just said, no, when you're really aware of that, then somehow you see everything through the first sense that you've developed. And what's the first sense that you developed? It's this new sense. It's called what? What would you call it? Kirva, maybe Kirva Salakim or um, Shoresh. Shoresh Havai. Yes, I, I, yes, yeah, yes. I, I don't know. I don't know what the. But I mean, it's it's not. We're not surprised whether it's so difficult here. They, there's the one aspect of um, having difficulty in actually sensing kirvata elokim, all right. But then there's the other, the the busha element. You know, like like the, the idea of to, to say something in front of a group of people which might not want to be received is, is something that is, is difficult for a lot of us. So the idea <coughs> of maybe be sensing something which maybe isn't really there is like is is a it's a really scary space to be in. You know, like I could. Uh, there's, there's, there's a fine line that differentiates between a spiritual person who has the machshava and the ruach and is connected to kibbutz Arim and somebody who is lost his his, his marvels is is totally out. And with the, and with regular senses. And with the regular senses, that's less relevant. Check it out. I see a tzaddik in front of me. Okay, what do you want to say about that? So do I. <laughs> Touche, nice. Okay. Now let's play with each other, okay? Do you see what I see when you look in the mirror? 
Am I wrong with what I see? Is my sight, is my sense off? Is my perception, yeah, but it's, what is it based on? It's based on all the chushim that I have. It's based on all the senses that I have. So is my, are my taste buds off? I don't know. Not necessarily. Even if you can't understand that, right? Okay, that's already a very big petach hashai that we read. That's already huge. We just jumped miles and, you know. Because usually, what is this, this world we live in? I see a tzaddik. You're an idiot, you know? Meaning that yeah, you would speak. There's, there's a chance I am doing my best, even though I'm really not. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's already after coming a long way, too. That's right. That's not like the starting. That wasn't the starting point, right? Isn't very impressive, but I'm doing my best. Ah, here you go. Oh, why are you starting? Here he goes. <laughs> Amazing. We were going, we were doing so good. He stops right away. Uh, yeah, you turn. No, no. So you see that, that, like, that's, we see how blinded we are by our, by our senses sometimes, you know. Usually our own senses, not the way people look at us, but by, by our own senses. It's all a game. That which we think is easier to activate is, is, is not. Just because I could see you. I don't really see you. I don't really see a table. I don't really see myself. I'm just under an illusion that those things that I think I know how to use are being used correctly. And they're not. That's what he's saying here. Those things that I think I know how to use because I know how to use my eyes to see things. I'm only seeing the outer surface. I know how to hear things. So basically, this is the whole title of Korach. But not getting into it now. It's the whole Indian of Korach. Okay, let's go back inside. <clears throat> We're about, I don't know, how many, how many lines inside? Nine lines up. Nine or ten. Can you understand this physical sense, like the sense of smell that's within you? Basically saying over here, if you don't, if you lose certain senses, then how do you know? How are you able to differentiate anymore between anything, right? What pleasure do you get from things that you can't explain? Gamata You don't have a right. You don't have a right answer for what I just asked. But you have a sense of something greater than just what's in front of you. And it's actually something very strong. You can't doubt it, but you know that it's real. Okay, so now he says something great. This is, this is like fantastic over here. Don't doubt and have a hard time wondering, are we trying to make a profit out of you? Because right, that's someone that just comes into the shear here, in the middle of the shear, without all the intro, intro shear, and we're like, what is this? Is, a, is, trying to, is this a school for prophecy? What, what, what is he trying to create over here, right? Honestly, like, what are we really trying to do over here? Are these things that are mamish, like, tangible? Are they even worth trying to achieve all these things that he's sensing? Well, Hershey's texts on, on Friday proved all the skeptics... Not, not, with, not here, but part of here in us about is it possible to choose to live like this? Mamish, that thread proved big time. And that we are not controlled by things, by bad things that happen to us. 
not at Amamish, like I, his, his, his thing was to me the greatest example of how, how our learning is Lemaise in our lives. He's saying, don't, don't, don't have such a hard time asking, do we want to make you a, 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 a Navi? Why? <clears throat> because why? We know that Navua ceased to exist from when? For who are the last three prophets? Chagai, Zechariah, and Malachi were the last three prophets that we've had. Right? So-called prophet. Like meaning the level of prof- prophecy. In Ba'is Shemi. So don't worry. Hill is like already told, said about this, about any yid. We're all children of prophets. And even though we're not maybe as glamorous and as glorious in the field of prophecy like our fathers were, we're their offspring. Something gets trinkled down. Something does get passed on, whether we like it or not. But we see like the greatest prophet, right? Was there anyone greater than Moshe Rabbeinu? No. And Moshe Rabbeinu was told, man does not see God, right? And still stay alive. Every, every one of them said, I want to see Hashem. So he's saying, Madrigot to Madrigot Yeshnan. And there's all many different levels, so many different levels to what the prophets saw and wanted to see and weren't able to see. But that doesn't mean that these things aren't accessible to us. Guess what? What Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to see, a human being cannot see. But one level beneath what Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to see, who saw? Ra'u Yishaya V'yecheskel. Maybe they didn't see the big picture that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to see. But a lower, beneath, a lower level beneath what Moshe Rabbeinu was, Yishai and Yecheskel were privileged to see. And a much lower level than that. What is What did he just do over here? Something so beautiful. He's saying, we have this, we have this concept within us that it's really all or nothing. Yeah. You got that from this, right? Yeah. Like, we always feel like, if, I, you know, if it's going to happen, it's got to fully happen. And if not, I'm not interested. Now, what is the it? It's this living this life that he's speaking about. So we learn these stories and we're like, you know what? If I can't see Hashem when I say, Baruch Atah Hashem, no matter how much I'm trying, <clears throat> if I just get little glimpses of it, then it's probably, I'm not doing the job right. He's saying that's shtuyot. He's saying when it comes to nevuah with prophecy, there's been this kind of like, I would call it a, a, a yerida. What's that? What do you want to say? Deterioration. Yeah. But, but that's, a, that's like a downer word. That's why I'm, I'm nervous to say that word because it's not, you know, that's not what, I, what we're trying to get to, but it is compared to where it was. Like, I remember one time I was in this, I was in this shul in, in Melbourne, this Bavit shul, and I was speaking to the mashpia there, and I said, like, wow, it's so, like, people come maybe at 10.30 to start putting on tefillin, and then by the time they get to daven, it's like 11.30, and then, you know, until they learn, it's probably like one, because that's just the way it was. And I said to them, isn't, isn't it sad? Don't you want to try to, like, maybe, like, work on, maybe, like, getting stronger? 
in, in this area of like how the morning, what the morning looks like, he says, no, 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 it's okay. This is just a simple, you know, Baruch Hashem, this is just, we're following the simple Yerida Sadoros, he said. <laughs> he, was, he was being very serious. Like, he wasn't... He understood what was enough for... Yeah. No, meaning like there's something to, to what he was saying. He's like, look, I, I'm not trying to pretend here that we're any, you know, that we're going to get up at seven and go to shul. <laughs> it's kind of what he was saying. It's like, that's, that's not in the cards, not for these guys and not for this generation. Now, let's not worry about him. Let's just worry about ourselves, I right? Yeah, on the walk to shul this morning. Yeah. I've been trying when I make breakfast to really, um, I've been trying to make breakfast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But just on the walk to Shul, I said, because things were a little hectic in the house when I left, and I had a feeling that maybe somebody was going to need me, like send me texts to ask me questions. And I said, wow, what is this? I'm headed to an appointment with a coach. If that's it for me today, I'm happy. Now, I can't say I necessarily tapped into it my whole davening, but at least I came in with that consciousness. That's amazing. So what, what do you think he would say about that? It's, uh, you're, on, you're on the right track. But would he say that's enough for tomorrow? No, I, right. I, I wouldn't say it's enough for tomorrow. Right. I don't right. think he told me he's saying it's enough for today. He's saying if that's all no, he, he gets. said. He it said is if he said he said if that's as far <laughs> right. as he gets, not right. that's as far as I'm gonna get. Right. No, if. that's 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 amazing. That's amazing because did you ever think? I mean, when was the last time? We, yeah. Right. No, so okay, I'm going to show. now, now is that is that that's like maybe a very 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 small level very small level of not nevuah but tapping into everything we're speaking about that's a real sense instead of getting caught up in just physical going to shul I'm walking I'm walking into the building I'm seeing other people he saw it for what it really was that's a real sense he says where does where does the ability to connect to that real sense come from You're, we're, we're b'nai nevim we're, 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 we're children of prophets like there used to be, how many are you? We just be discussing how many schools of prophecy used, there used to be here. Or did I talk about with you, Jeremy? Four hundred and eighty. Yeah, four hundred in Yerushalayim alone. Schools, schools of prophecy. Schools of prophecy. That's what I remember. Ben Kudlitz, like, I remember. No, we, yeah. <laughs> that's what I know. But it could be that's not the number at all. But I know we spoke about this. <laughs> No, no, but, but we, no, I want to ask you because we did speak about this. Like, there were schools of prophecy. Now, why would you... You can only mess with someone to a certain extent, right? You're not going to open up a school of prophecy when there's absolutely no chance for anyone, right? <laughs> right? So, Trump school of prophecy. <laughs> 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 Who would do that, right? <laughs> nice. <laughs> So we have, we, we, those schools existed because we remembered that we're Bnei Navim, and I think we forgot it. Today, if you opened up, we said, imagine, like, we're trying to open up a kolo here, a, a, a tshuva center, right? Imagine if we called it the School of Prophecy of Gush Etzion. <laughs> I know who would be the first donor. It'd be someone like, uh, brothers and sisters. 
Right, no one Jewish. <laughs> Meaning, like, because we forgot that that's us. But that's really, but that's so much more us than all other things we're trying to work through the mind. We're B'nai Nevi'im. That's who we are. It's not, we didn't choose this. It's not like I'm choosing to make myself them, descendants of those people, that they, had, they were a bunch of prophets. It's just who we are. The PSS is saying, don't deny it. This is in you. And therefore, like what you said, Toby, is a very real thing, and none of us doubt. None of us doubt that because that's so much who you, who you, who you and we are really. Right? What we're really about. Why would you open a school if you didn't think that you were going to do well in it? Well, I mean, that's the prophecy. But what's the problem? Who's opened up a school of prophecy in the last God knows how many years? Well, whatever you want, but uh, you know what you're thinking is your prophecy is that. Hey, this is going to really work out. This is going to be great. Why? Based on what? Based ba on your inner feelings. Based, but based on our DNA, meaning based on the and fact that this is something that's in us. Right. There's some element that, that, that is in us. Again, can we explain it? No. And if whenever we try to explain it, it doesn't really work. You know, Chloe Valdery, the, the, yeah. is very outspoken. She just posted a, a DNA test that she had done for genealogy, and she has Ashkenazic Jewish heritage. Ashkenazic? Uh, which I wouldn't have guessed. I would have guessed Sephardi. But the bottom line is exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It, she so clearly, she's known her, her whole life she has a Jewish neshama. Then all of a sudden, but she didn't really think she was Jewish. She just felt a connection to Judaism. And, and then she went and had this test. And What, what does she do? She, she's a huge um, Israel and, and supporter of Judaism. Oh, she's a, she's a sister, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's I amazing. Saw yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, she's saying, a Yid? <laughs> did she just posted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it's a piece like of from going, like from eight generations ago. She wow. Some, so there you go. It's Jewish. The name of him. If it's in you, it's in you. All right, let's finish this last, uh, this last piece over here. V'chen ali pol libcha b'kirbecha l'moar ish chotev enamuchani. Now, Okay, I've established that I'm B'nai Nevi'im, but then I remember the other thing. <laughs> What's that other thing I remember about myself? Other than like, I'm connected thousands of years ago to children's of prophets, but there's this whole other thing that I'm also connected to, which is, you know... YouTube. YouTube, and, and this world, and right, <laughs> and like everything I saw, my eyes saw in the 80s and 90s. And I, like, there's this whole other world that I'm also connected to that maybe it's not in my DNA, but it has such a hashpa on me. The Rebbe says, don't. Don't let your heart sink. Then when he says, How can I even see these words? My eyes have been so pagum. They've been so blemished with seeing such awful things. And I'm not just talking about dirty movies. I'm also talking about... <clears throat> Our eyes have, have seen, you know, what's happened in the last 10 years with, with that there's no censorship anymore in anything. We've seen so much death and blood. And every time there's a pigua, we, you know, the footage is right there. Those, those, you know what those things do to your eyes? You know, I, I was in the gym in Olochevu, and there, there was like this, he seemed like, you know, a whole yish type, type of guy who came into the gym you know, to work out. Anyone was working out with like, you know, full tits and what was impressed with on the treadmill. So anyway, so so he's um he's there and on him was the TV of like some like on a Schwarzenegger movie and and, and, and there's like this, you know, you know, killing and punching and, 
and I saw this guy, I, I saw his face, he was so repulsed, he, he, every, every punch, he, he was holding on to it, and I'm like, come on, man, it's just a movie, but, like, but he was so sensitive to it that, that another human at this age is able to be that sensitive to something that we just... Let's give out. You know, I, I was, I was, I'll never forget you that. You guys are seeing the same thing. So what sense is it that, that yeah. he's sensitive for, right? That yeah. Right, 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 right there. Yeah. Well, that totally happened to me when I, I fully remember when that transition, when I started to access from you. And, you know, within that year or two, and then all of a sudden I was in these situations and stuff was hitting me so hard. That, that I had changed. I had fundamentally changed, and then all of a sudden I would go back in these situations that used to be very normal to me, and I'm looking at everyone else, and I'm thinking, how could you not be, how could you be standing there looking right. at whatever it was, things that society was taking as being right. very, very normal, like the way people dress, the way people talk, the way you see on yeah. television. I found myself sometimes just having to leave the room just over that. So here he's talking about a person saying that's saying like because that's who I that's what life was like for me being completely desensitized to most things. How am I gonna how am I gonna see Hashem saying when I say Baruch Atah Hashem Who am I kidding? I don't think it's just that. He's not. I mean, he's not talking so like who I was in the eighties. He's talking about who you are now. Who I was yesterday. Who I was well, in the morning. Mama, yeah, 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 yeah. You're message. right. You're right. He, he, I think he's. You're right. He's just trying to say like the thing that holds um, us. So low in front of being instead of being b'nei neviim, yeah, chotim that really messed it up. And, right. and and if I if I really connect to it, that's great. But I didn't. I messed it up, and now uh, now it's lost, and now I, I have no chance. And that's that's the personality. Of right. Now remember, who is he talking to? Let's always keep this in mind, right? In perspective, huh? He's talking to Hasidic Yid in, in in pre World War Two. Like, he's talking in, like, I don't know what year this is, maybe 1935 and 36. Like, what, you know, when we think about it, what, what could they have possibly been busy with that would make them feel so low? There were, they were, in every generation, there's that year that feels that when I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I know that it's, I'm sinking. But on whatever level they're at, okay, no YouTube, maybe, maybe they didn't see any porn, pornography, but they definitely saw or, or felt in ways that felt them, that made them feel, I don't have a chance to do this. On whatever level it was. That's who he's talking to. So he's saying over here, even to, even to experience Hashem on the lowest level, I don't have a chance. So he says, We know exactly what you feel like, what you're talking about. And nonetheless, even though we know exactly how you feel, and it's, <clears throat> it's real what you're feeling. Betuchim anu b'Hashem. We're certain in Hashem. U'begdushat Yisrael asher We're certain that when you see Hashem for the first time in you, and in the Kedusha of being part of Am Yisrael, something's going to change in you. Imrak atamina anashim. But he says there's, there's, <laughs> now he goes back to the criterias. And this is what we're going to end with today. However, how can we be certain that when you begin to taste and to experience what we're talking about, it is something that you can grow with and it will last? We gave five criterias. Remember the five criterias? 
that, that we gave, that he gave in the beginning of the Sefer, for who can be part of B'nai Machshav Tova? He's saying only if you fall into the, those criteria can we trust that when you begin to do this work, it can work and it will be lasting. What are the five things that he said? Does anyone remember? We, we ha- I'm sorry, but we have to just, we have to see this inside. It's on page 10. Page 10. Remember this, he gave the criteria for joining the group. It's just this chavra that follow the following things that can be, be part of our group. What do we call it? Exclusive, but not... There was a word we said. It's, it's an exclusive group, but not elitist. That's what it was. Does it bother you that you feel far from Hashem? Does it do anything to you? Are you okay with it? Are you okay to come into shul and be on your phone during chakras? If you're okay with it, you can't learn the same thing. You can't, it's just not going to work for you. You can learn it till, 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 till your, your next gilgul. It just won't do the gig. Does that, bother, does that hurt you that that's what happens to you? Bet, ben Torah imeat imar bet. Is Torah part of your life? Even a little bit. Even a little bit. Even if you're, you're very busy with commerce, you have a very successful business, whatever it is, or you're very busy with your, with your gig, do you set a time three times a week at least to be together and learn? Four, are you very um, undecisive, like crazy undecisive? Are you, are you have problems with commitment? If you're able to commit, right? Like there's chavra sitting with us in, the, in, our, in, in this chavra right now, that are learning with us now, and that are not here today, but that are learning with us online also, that, that's something that they changed when they started learning with us. This union of going back and forth. No, I'm committed. Why? Because I have to show myself that I can, that that nida in me is something that I can conquer. Because I could, every day I could start to, I could decide to take on the world in the morning and then at night forget it. Undecisiveness, not, no room for it. How is that different than Gil? If, if we learn three times a week, isn't that a commitment? You're saying just the quality of indecisiveness? Yeah. Yeah, the quality of indecisiveness as a teva, as a nature. Like like nature, like inside. Yeah. Five. Now this is the hardest one. That you shouldn't be a liar and a cheat sunken into your own lies that you've convinced yourself about life. And he goes into this whole concept of what that means. So he's saying, now go back into page 32. Um, page 33, sorry. He says, We're, we're, we're certain, we, we trust that if those five criteria are met, as low as you might feel about yourself, once that starts, once the, once the blood starts pumping, we trust enough in the Kedusha that comes from above that you're aware of for that to start to really pump into you and for that to become who you really are. And if it's not always that you see this, panim zmanim harbe yulacha shetistakel 
nonetheless, there'll be plenty of times upon which you can bank on to say that's the real meaning, even if it's not constant, which is what we really want. He's saying there'll be enough, enough of a flow of awareness in your life <clears throat> to be able to say that's real, even if it's not all the time, meaning it's not going to be like what Hershey did every single day when every bad thing happens to you. But there'll be enough times that you've chosen to purify and strengthen your koach machshava so that I could say, that's the real me, even if it's not constant. <clears throat> and then you'll literally ele- be elevated from where? From, from the lust and the ugliness of the body, of the physicality. You'll become refined and sanctified. And even though there'll be times that you fall, it's not, he's not you know, giving any like, false, you know, he's not, not trying to like, set you up for failure, he's saying, and even if, even if you still fall, because that's just the way of life, you'll be able to get up in an easier way. Sheva Yipol Tzadik become, yeah. Is that you'll be in, he's not saying over here, this is guaranteed and now it's smooth sailing, but what he's saying is life and its dealings become different. The way of dealing with the smacks and with feeling cheated by yourself, by others, by friendship, by family, you'll just, be, the way that you operate, the way that you react, everything but what? It's those five criterias, which um, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna, I have it in English, I'm just gonna copy and paste it, put into the list again today, add it on just to go over it again, to remind ourselves, this is not textbook, like, when that guy told me on the trip, it was in Poland, someone came at me from the, from the group and said, wow, you guys, like, literally, are, you, you're really learning together, B'nai Machshavatova. So to really make that statement, Neman, have more Nehmanus, we have to go back into the criteria again. I think it's very, very important. I think it's great. And not, I don't think we have to be too worried about it. I think that by now, if we're still showing up to this insane Shia, then, you know, it's okay. Uh, it, it won't freak us out too much, <laughs> I think. Yeah, that's like the Madreya that I'm on right now. You know, just to like, every once in a while, just to have, you know, our, we finished with Rabbi Daniel last night, his whole musical Rosh Chodesh thing. I'm going to bring it back. Ari calls me and says, Rav Kahana's daughter died over Shabbat. Oh, she did? She was nifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She died? And so the Shabbat is now, like, it's 11.30 at night. And so just like for a moment, just to like pierce through, yeah, I want to go to bed, just like go to Haram and Nukhon at like 12.30 night. And like, just like those moments where you like do the unreasonable because you just try to say Kaddish Baruch Hu involved. And um, it's like without this constant three days a week coming in, there's no way I would be able right. to hold on to those opportunities to just be unreasonable. Which happen it. more and more. Absolutely. Which hap- that's, the, that's the Indian here. Mm-hmm. It happens more and so more. You see them more and more. You see them more and more. It's not that there's this constant consistency. Like that's what Rabbi Nachman says. You have to be bucko, bucky, beratza, veshov. You have to... This world is all about knowing how to fall. Remember that, that clip we, we, we hear from Rib Shlomo singing? But, is that those moments are not these rare phenomena anymore. And, that, and it's enough for me to be, wait, wait a second, this is happening more and more. I'm seeing it more and more. I feel more and more at home with that way of looking at the world and that way of acting. 
which is what he's trying to bring us to, this conscious community. It's more dots, yeah. and then the connections yeah. become yeah. closer to each other. Absolutely. Uh, but it's dots. Don't look for the line. It's not there yet. So you, you brought down the other week that nothing on uh, how when you try to do something that's holy, then it's always going to be hard. This seems like the hardest of the hard life. It feels like something that will it'll keep it, we'll never really get there. And, and it feels very, very hard. So it must be something <coughs> that's super duper holy. Right, and it's and Rabbi Nachman says there. Why? What are those maniyas for? To establish what? To create more. Remember the word, cheshek. To create more passion. To want to be like this. Right. This is you. Can, you can show up to this level of living, and you're just like this all the time. Or you can be passionate about it. Right. Owning, pleasurable about it. And it is. This is the highest. This is it's the definitely highest. way easier. In doing the work. I found. Living here. <laughs> Much more. The dots. Many more dots on the line. Mm-hmm. Sure, go